You're listening to The Poncho Section, conversations about all things media and Mel Brooks. It's a podcast. And here's your hosts, Michael Canfer and Ethan Feldstein. Last time on Dungeons and Ducklings. The goblin boss, he runs up with his scimitar and takes a swing, and Bob is able to deftly duck beneath it. We just kicked all your goblins' asses. Do you want a piece of us? No, that does not cut it. He is not impressed. Okay. Come on, Bob. (laughs) Sacred flame worked so well the last time. I'll just try it again. Beam of light comes down from above, and it smites this wretched goblin boss. And when the light fades, the goblin boss is moving no more. Yeah. You hear a mysterious laugh coming from the room. Up on the ledge, you see a man and a woman standing there with their arms crossed. This man, he's got dark purple horns and a long purple scaly tail. Standing next to him is a woman, but with red horns, dark skin, and a long red tail. And this man says, Well, 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 Holiday, what do we have here? You head back to Arcane Antiquities and you see Esther. Ah, boys, you're back. So, tell me, how did it go? How did it go, hmm? Um, well, we, uh, we had some problems along the way. Yeah, we almost died, like, a bunch of times. Yeah. You know anybody with a purple tail? Purple tail? This is bad. This is really, really bad. You you guys gotta go see Dr. Emmett Vern. This time the door opens all the way, and standing in the doorway is this this elderly man with wild gray and white hair, and he's got these big, enormous goggles. He looks around suspiciously. He goes, quick, quick, come in. Quick, eyes everywhere. Hurry, hurry. Are, Are you Doc? This is my latest invention. It's the time gate. Yeah, well, Um, how far back do we need to go to kill this demon? And what does he specifically look like? He stands about eight feet tall. He's got flaming red hair. He's Hades. Yeah, the ones that James Woods. James voice. Woods. So we're looking for James Woods. So a flaming James Woods. If that, that helps does you sound picture like a the kind of the kind of person you're looking for. A flaming eight foot James Woods. Yes. We're all in. We're all in. All right. We are in the past. Doc gives you a thumbs up, and there's a loud crack, and the portal disappears. Oh. Probably should have expected this. All right, time to start our new lives. And you see, standing at the, at the foot of the stairs is a tall, spindly, and gaunt dark elf. You have just made the worst mistake possible. And with a flick of his wrist, he conjures an ethereal knife. And he says, it's a shame your story must end here. The three of you are standing in the basement of what used to be Doc Verne's laboratory. And in front of you stands this, this gaunt and skinny dark elf. And you just finished ta- he just finished talking with you. And he summoned a, I'm gonna call it like a purple ethereal knife, like a dagger out of thin air. And he said, you are in for a world of trouble. And with that, I want you boys to roll initiative. So that means you roll a d20 and you add uh, your initiative bonus modifier. Let me double check. Oh, critical fail for Michael. A one. Ooh, got a good old nine. I got a two, so I'm not not doing too hot either. I have a three with my initiative. All right, so Grenox got three. Where where are we looking? Your initiative is one. Ethan. Oh, that's what. Oh yeah, that's I. That's actually the first thing I saw. So you also have a three. Yeah. Woo! All right, we uh, are useless. Yeah. I have nine plus zero, which still is nine. So yeah. All right, so Ethan got a three, and Bob got a nine. Yep. Yeah, Bob got a nine. All right, so Bob, you're the first one to go. So just the three of you and uh, 
And this, this, this dark, foreboding, skinny man. This dark, foreboding, skinny man. Dark, skinny man. Dark, skinny man. I don't know. Can I use can I use insight <laughs> to find out a little I bit more know. about this dark skinny man? Dark skinny man. Um. Well, you are in battle right now, so. Oh yeah, that's not going to help me a whole lot, is it? Okay. Um, yeah. All right. I'm going to I'm going to use sacred flame. It's a good. Uh, all right. Good sacred flame. All right, Bob. Let's we'll see. We'll pull for you, Bob. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Eric. Maybe you're a little bit better at um, at interpreting what just happened in the chat. Okay, so he, that came with the DC. I have to roll against that. DC Universe Detective Comics, I believe. DC just hired James Gunn. Hmm. Suicide Squad Two. Maybe it'll be good this time. I. It, it can't be worse. <laughs> <laughs> well, it could be, but let's hope not. I got through 30 minutes of that movie. Yeah. So. With Sacred Flame, I have to roll a d20 as a as this opponent. I have to roll higher. I have to roll against your 12. If I get less than the 12, then your attack does damage. If I get more than that 12, it does no damage. All right, let's see it. Got 19. Ooh. Damn, that does not hit. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> so you stick your arm your arm out. You say the the magic words for Sacred Flame, and it misses about three feet to the right of him. Oh, just three. Was he scared yeah. by this at all? He is unfazed by I this. I mean, he did pull a knife he out of thin air. He has seen Sacred Flame before. That is he true. Is he did pull a knife out of nowhere. All right, so now it is Nelson's turn, and Nelson is this guy you're fighting. He is going to... Oh, no. Nelson. Let's see. Just reading his what he can do. How's it Tell going? us what good old Nelson, Nelson is good at. Right, he is going to run up and attack Bob with his dagger. So I never did. I'm well going to be daggers. rolling a d20 and adding some numbers to that, and it has to get higher than your AC in order for this guy to do damage to you. My AC is 13, assuming we're talking about right, the same and thing. And he got a 21, Ooh. so he definitely has. Jeez, Nelson. Yikes. Um, what are you doing? Calm down, man. And he Relax is going to do... Class. think he might be overcompensating for something. Yeah. Six damage. Six damage. My hit points is now 11. Uh, All right. You're at 11. It's all right. I'm only at 14. Wait, so. why am I at... Am I at the wrong... I'm at 28. Yeah, no, you I mean, got, you are, you you are a gnome. You're pretty resilient, you know? Man. A rock gnome. Yeah, your class is what gives you your uh, your hit points. So My since you being gnome. a barbarian, that gives you a little bit more hit points than these other guys. Crazy rock gnome barbarian. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Grinock, it's your turn. Ooh, all right, Grinock. Grinock. Um, I'm wondering if I should do this all in character voice, which who knows what that was. What's what's it going to be this time, <laughs> Grinock? Last time you had a cross between, like, James Mason and... Uh, and, kind of uh, like Batman-ish, maybe? Ish, yeah. Know, Not full Batman, it. but it was kind of the Christian Batman. Bale Batman. What was it? These people just showed that the, the city is better than what you... Not what a, where's um, Rachel? <laughs> where, where's, where's Harvey Dent? <laughs> um, can I try charm person? Uh, yeah, you could sure try it. All right. Do I'll, you know what it does? I'm assuming it charms a person, and uh, maybe let me let me read you what that does before you try. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, try doing that. I'm going to let you know what that friendly is. DM because we're all noobs at this. Yeah. What is ch- uh, maybe I should rephrase Wait, that? How do what you, is you could, charm? You can do that. Person? I don't know. Maybe we could get this guy to like just not fight us, and instead show us where those stones right, so are. Charm person, you attempt to charm a humanoid you can see within range. It must make a wisdom saving throw and does so with advantage if you or your companions are fighting it. If it fails the saving throw, it is charmed by you until the spell ends or you or your companions do anything harmful to it. Now, now here's another question. If that fails, can I then try to 
attack him, or is that that's it? No, I I'm think done. it's I think it's a one per turn kind of thing. That's here. my yeah. that's yeah, my, that spell would be your turn. action, and you wouldn't be able to take another <laughs> action until your next turn. Hmm. Or if you've leveled up to a certain point, sometimes you get bonus actions, but I don't think you're at that point yet. Gotcha. Well, I'm chaotic. Let's give it a shot. All right. So you're going to try to charm Nelson. How do you do that? That's a good question. How do I do that? Do I just click? I'm going to try clicking it. I don't know if he's susceptible to charm. That is normally how you charm people in real life. You just click on it. I think I'll be rolling against a stat of yours, which should be 14. Yeah, I'll be rolling against 14. Spell saving DC. And he's going to be using his wisdom stats to, to modify his, his roll. So let's see. He got a 14, which I believe is j- exactly what you get. Ooh. Yeah. So what does that mean? That I think, you charmed each other. I think that it goes to the attacker. So I think that it'll be effective. Hey! Look at you. I did charming, it. charming the pants off Nelson. <laughs> All right. So you put your hands out and this like, I, I want to call it like a pinkish purple like light kind of emerge, emerges from your hands and kind of like envelops Nelson's head. And like as, as the, the light kind of dissipates, the fog dissipates, he, he shakes his head a little bit and says, oh, what was I doing? Are, are, are you fellows okay? Uh, Yeah. Oh, that's not my voice. Uh, I'm fine, but I believe you attacked our friend, Bob. Yeah, things have been better over here, Nelson. Oh, did I do that? Oh, I'm I'm sorry. It's, I don't know what came over me. I mean, you know, we go back such far, so far. I can't imagine why I would do that. Yeah, we're we're old college buds, right? I mean, can't believe you would attack. Attack us like that. I mean, how could you do this to one of your best friends? Seriously. You I could mean, you could tell that he's getting like visibly like upset about this. Just the fact that he, that he hurt his friends. He's, oh, oh my gosh! I can't believe. It. Are, are, are we still cool, guys? Are are, are, are we cool? Do you want to go out and get, get beer or something uh, later? You know, to kind of you know bury the hatchet. I have a hatchet. <laughs> uh, yeah, may, maybe later we can get we can get something. Definitely. Uh, in the meantime, would you would you mind helping us out? Uh, yeah, yeah. What 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 can I do? Now hold on, Grinock. How much time do we have until the spell ends? Uh, I think according to this thing, it says an hour. Yes. Oh, oh it yeah. says so right there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we should <laughs> probably work fast. Yeah, knowing uh, knowing us. Yeah. <laughs> and that's an in-game hour, not a IRL hour. We're we're looking for a demon. Do you you wouldn't happen to know of a demon general? Uh, in in the near vicinity, would you? Oh, are you talking about Lord Solgaroth? Uh, yeah, sure. That sounds, that sounds like I mean, a demon sure, type name. Big guy. Demonish. You know, he's like. Does he look like you know, a, like James Woods? He had flaming hair. He yeah. looks like what's his Hermes? Her, Hades. Hades, not Hermes. Is this Hades that, from Hercules? Yeah, that's kind of his his look these days. You know, big flaming locks of hair. That sounds that sounds about right. Yeah. Uh well, you guys you guys just missed him. We missed James Woods. Ah. Uh, yeah. Do, do you know where do, he went? Wait. Yeah, I know where he went. He went into Soul Stones. That, that literally just happened. I thought that I thought we were friends. You would know this kind of stuff. Oh, uh, like why else would you be here? Well, we're, we're you know, we're, we're honestly we're a little bit shaken from you attacking us. So uh, I apologize if our memory is a little fuzzy. You you understand? To be honest, uh, sure, my, sure. I'm, I'm, I don't really have the best mind. I'm small and have a small brain, so it's hard <laughs> for me to retain all this information. Bear with right. me. I'm a gnome. So, Okay, let, let me let me fill you up, catch you up to speed. 
Yeah, this is really weird that you're here and you, you, you have no idea what's going on, but you just missed it. The, the king and his men just, uh, just they, they went back on their word. And the, in the, th the throne room, when uh, power was supposed to be given over to the demon lord, the, the, th the mages ambushed him and cast a spell that, that split him into, you know, parts and embedded them in these soul stones. That literally just happened like minutes ago. Right. Yes. Yeah. I don't know what we're supposed to do with that information. How could, how could we have forgotten? Now, where did he, they take these soul stones you speak of? Well, I don't know where they took them. We were able to get one of them. Ah. We got our hands on one of them. Can you give they that to the us? They got the other two. We've lost a lot of men trying to get those stones. Right, yeah. I'm, I'm very but sad it's a about miracle that. that we were able to get at least one. Can we have it? Since no. We're, since, we're, since we're such good friends, you know. You know, our friendships only go so far. You know, we still have, you know, the contingency plan set forth, you know, that the the uh, the burning hands can uh, are supposed to carry out that this... You're one of the burning hands, aren't you? Of course. What if we made friendship bracelets? Oh. Would that solidify our friendship? Yes. And then you can <laughs> give an, us the stone. It's an unbreakable bond. Well, I mean, that, that'd be really nice, but uh, no, I, 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 you know, this is more than just me. And even still, I don't have the soul stone. Who does? I believe I entrusted it with, uh, with Jennings. You know, short guy. He went to college with us. Remember? Yeah, oh, I remember Jennings. Oh, Jennings. Oh, he used to do those keg stands. Broke. Only oh, yeah. he'd be sitting down. <laughs> you know, Jennings yeah. was quite a whack job. Oh, he, yes. His sacred flame was always a hit at parties. <laughs> he could use a sacred flame to light a cigarette from across the room. Right, but yeah. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm a little fuzzy based on the, that whole attack. What exactly was that contingency plan that we had, that we worked up? I remember I was involved with working it up, right? What, what, what was the plan? He's, he's, he's really looking confused right now. Uh, it's like, you really don't remember. We were told to collect the soul stones, keep the kids safe, and when the kids are of the right age, send them to, uh, to bring his, their father back and help reclaim you know, what? what was promised to us. What kids are we talking about? Whose kids? I think Solgorod's Doc and kids. Holiday. Oh, those Doc kids. and Holiday? Where did, where did uh, Jennings take them? Because you said he has the stone. We don't really need you after this. What is... Where, 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 did, where did he go? He, you don't really need us after What? No, 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 no. no, no, no. We need you. We're going to go get beers after, remember? Yeah, right. Yeah. We're going to catch but, up. And... But in between that, we have to run some errands. Uh -huh. So where did... Where did uh, Jennings go. Well, they they went to our, to our base in the catacombs beneath the city. Right, right, and that is where beneath the city. Right, right, right. No, I I got that. I got that. Uh, but uh, you guys want to help? You guys got any ideas? We need help getting there. Is there what we are trying to say. We need you to guide us. We need a guide. Will you be our guide? Oh, right, be our right, guide. Right, right, guide us. Yeah, I suppose I could do that. Ah, huzzah. Can you do all this under an hour? <laughs> well, it's already been like, you know, 15 minutes. How about under 45 minutes? We do love to talk. We could try that. What if you draw us a map? Oh, ooh. I could I could do that. Yes. Yeah, some yeah. here's some paper and some some pencils right here. And he he ha hastily scribbles out a crude map of the area and he says, oh, "Forgive my uh my, my lack of artistic skills, but this is the best I can do. Yeah, it looks like there's a, uh, one of our entrances is just a few blocks away from here. 
Oh, well, and, that's great. Yeah, that's excellent. And out of curiosity, every time we've met up with people, they've happened to have some gifts to give us uh, as we was as we part. Do you happen to have anything to give us? Gifts? Yeah, gifts to Gif- to help gifts? us out on our gifts. or gifts. But, no, no, the, with, with a T. Okay. Yeah, uh, gifts. Excuse me. Uh, it's hard to it's hard to enunciate in this in this uh, voice. Gifts. Oh, they're giving us gifts. Yes. Uh, do you happen to have also any animated images? Yeah. <laughs> animated That's images. Do magic? Does that count as animated images? <laughs> um, you, let's. You know, I, to help us out on our journey. No, I, I don't have anything here except a couple of barrels of of mead down down here in the basement, as you can see. And he gestures to the the barrels that kind of like line the. Uh, the corner of this basement. I'll take some mead. Should we take some? Let's yes. Take some mead. I think we should take some. What are you going to do with a Would barrel? You? I don't know. Uh, Donkey Kong seemed to do pretty good with that. Yeah. Who can, is this I'm Donkey strong. of Kong you speak of? Uh, we, we don't have time. We're running. Yeah. All right, so <laughs> we got like what, we don't have 30 time minutes left. Right, so he, he fills up some, some water pouches with, with some, uh, some tasty uh, honey mead for you. And uh, oh, all right. He walks honey. you upstairs. Um, he says, it was lovely catching up with you. Uh, tell the wife and missus that uh, I send my love, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll catch this beer real soon. Of course, yes, definitely. All right, sounds great. All right, and uh, with that, he, he he takes you outside and closes the door. All right, all right. we all just gave each other a thumbs up and <laughs> high fived each other because yes, we did good. All right, that was can that we ta- was totally. Are, we're just rolling with it. All right. Are we <laughs> able to take a short rest so Bob can like heal up? Oh, good thinking. Well, can I uh, use? Oh, uh, keep going. Not quite, because outside it is pure chaos. The sky is glowing a red from fires that have been like set, you know, in different corners of the city. And you hear like uh, you see a number of uh, ruined buildings, smashed windows. There is just destruction everywhere. You hear cries for help, like, you know, echoing from like every like street. Wow, Nelson seemed to be in such a good mood for it being totally chaotic outside. <laughs> Nelson's a sociopath. You know, so <laughs> you hear a cry for help coming from one of the n- nearby uh, crushed buildings. But you also see a group of city soldiers. They, they are not wearing the same robes that Nelson was. So you can tell that they do not, they're not part of the cult. You see a group of soldiers gathering and they're meeting. And uh, further down the road, you see three cloaked figures that have become a uh, Aware of your presence. I don't like those cloaks. I don't care for those cloaks. Can we use, what is it, an investigation check or something? Uh, um, what would you be investigating? What's up with these guys with the cloaks? Well, sure. I don't know why I'm doing the voice with you. <laughs> well, sure. You're using um, investigation, you said? I would like to use healing word on myself if that's possible at the moment. Yeah, so you can do that. Then you got mm. six. Perfect. You're all back. And I'm going to click on investigation. <clears throat> yeah. 25. All right. So with a 25, you can tell that these these uh, hooded figures, they're wearing red cloaks uh, that match the kind that Nelson was wearing. Uh, on the chest is a black uh, handprint. And it is a... Hmm. These three people belong to the cult of the Burning Hand. Oh. Hmm. Burning Hand. I th- it's fun. And, I, yeah, I heard that. Uh, <laughs> are these people, people who went to Burning Hand? toward us, Eric? No, as as they notice that as you're spending this time, uh, you know, looking at them, they turn and run. Oh, well, they are now. <laughs> they should, run. Should we run after them? They're, they're, we should probably chase after them with something, yeah. right? Do any of maybe, us have intimidation? Well, maybe I should get some, uh, some weapons. I have three intimidation. 
I have two, but wait, not... Ch so the cries for help from the nearby building are getting louder and louder. And uh, the soldiers, a higher rank soldier, you could tell because he just rode in on a horse, just met up with the group. And you're, you're not like right next to, you're maybe like 50 to 100 feet away from the soldiers. So you would have oh, to go so up to not... them to... Uh, How far away are we from I, from both of them? Like, what is the, what's our proximity yeah, to the soldiers and our proximity to the guys who just ran right, away? Right, so That's the soldiers are about 100 feet away there in like the little like a... Uh, town square of this section of the city okay. they're meeting there like maybe three houses over that's where the cries for help are coming from and in, we'll get to those and maybe bit. about 100 100 feet the other way from the uh soldiers are is where you saw the the hooded cloaked figures <sighs> i think we should run, go, go after the cloaked guys that's personally. what i'm thinking i think that's our move all right i, I agree think. we run okay yeah all right so you decide to chase those those clo those cloaked figures who just ran from you yeah and you run in that direction and when you come to uh, like a T intersection in, in the road, you look to the left and you see them turning around the other corner. So you're you're in pursuit of these guys. You're you're running. There's a few buildings are, are falling. Some rocks fall. You got townsfolk running in the opposite direction. You're kind of running up against against them. And as you turn this corner that they just went down, you catch them entering a sewer hole that leads to beneath the city. And uh, one of them makes it down the hole but the other two they 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 become aware of your presence and they draw their weapons oh i like this yes okay now i'm getting ready <laughs> i'm breaking out something all right do you do you want to re-roll i would i mean if, being that my number was three i would prefer okay okay i'll let you guys re-roll so it is re-roll 17 okay oh my god all right i got well, five you also got to add boom Ignore the error. Yeah. All right, I got five. We got Grinock and clean up. Yeah. You got a five. Come on, Grinock. All right, so the first one to attack is the cultist. The cultist with a bronze dagger. And he will run up and try to attack Ethuf. Why? <laughs> Why first? Why are you going for the gnome you, you first? He doesn't like your name. Uh. Yeah. All right, so he got a seven. That That's just a hit. I don't think that's going to be higher than your AC. It's... It's not. It's not, no. Okay, so he, he misses. He yeah, runs he up and he tries to swipe and you easily step to the side and he uh, he staggers for a bit and regains his uh, his footing. And now it is uh, Bob's turn. I'm going to cast the uh, good old sacred flame on the guy who just tried to attack Ethoof. Yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> All right. Four. All right. He got a 12, but since we're playing uh, attacker gets the, the we'll go see the attacker... Sacred Flame hits. It's four nice. damage to him. So that makes, uh, yeah. I'm helping. <laughs> yeah, now it's Ethuf's turn. All right. What should I use here? What do you guys think? The hand axe? Should I go crazy? Yeah, go for it. Or Because the javelin hasn't been too too <laughs> too good for me, and it looks it looks a little ridiculous. I, I feel like add. a hand axe would be hand good. Axe. I also have the trident, but I don't know if I want to go straight to trident right now. I th I'd say hold off on the trident. Yeah, hand axe. Got to build up your attacks. Yeah, all right. Hand axe it is. Seven. That, unfortunately, does not hit. No. <laughs> well, good <laughs> thing misses. I didn't use the trident you're, then. You're, you, you swing low, but he, uh, a cultist, jumps it's over the only it. thing I can do. <laughs> <laughs> and it's now cultist 2's turn, and he is going to try to attack Bob, because he saw him. Attack his friend with magic. Oh, no. And he got a 16 on his attack. Oh, boy. We got we to gotta step it up, fellas. Oof. Come How back. much damage is that? That hits. Uh, let's find out. That does six damage. 
Back to 11 it is. Back to 11. And Grinnock, it's your turn. Now, where is everybody uh, in relation to everyone else? All right, so uh, you three are kind of standing together. There's a cultist maybe about 15 feet in front of you, and the one that has tried to attack Ethuf is maybe like five feet behind you. And where's the other guy? There's a, the other guy went underground. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, only two of them have uh, have stayed to fight. You should charm them. <laughs> I think that's a spell, so I don't yeah. think I can do that again. <laughs> but I will do Burning Hand. Burning Hand. Burning Hands against the Cult of the Burning Hand. Yep. I like it. I think it'll work. I think it makes sense. This is All right. 12. 12. 12 seems that looks, good. That is just damage. Roll a, oh, right. uh, I believe it is a d20 plus your spellcasting modifier, which should be six. Oof. That is a critical oh, critical a, fail, right? Critical miss on this. Oh, no. Uh, somehow. No! Uh, We're all dead. <laughs> you managed to touch yourself. What? You? Yeah, you critical missed with burning hands, and you, your burning hands touch yourself, and you do... Why are you touching yourself with your burning hands? Two damage to yourself. No! You can't touch yourself with burning hands. I'm sorry, guys. We should have stopped by a brothel. Uh, What's that bring your health in, to? We're in bad shape. I'm at 12. Okay. We're in bad shape. Cultist 1 is going to uh, try to attack Bob again. Come on, Bob. Well, not again. Oh, boy. He's changing his, his attention, and he gets a 13. That is my armor class. All right, so it's going to go advantage to him. <sighs> Oof. That's a tough break. And he only does two damage. hey Could be worse. All right. Uh, Bob, it's your turn. All right. I'm casting a healing word pretty much immediately. Okay. Now, does that is that to everyone or just to Bob? That was a... You got a three. Which is not great. It's a creature of your choice. Ah, oh, there okay. should be 1d4 plus your spellcasting ability modifier. So what I just rolled doesn't make sense is what you're saying? No, that does not make sense to me. Yeah, your spellcasting modifier is 4. So you should roll a 1d4 and add 4 to that. Uh, okay. That's 2 plus 4 equals 6. All right. 15. All right, good. Back in action. All right, so that's that's my okay. turn. That was pretty good, you know, pretty good. Pretty yeah, good, good turn. You, you got, yeah, got yeah. some health back. We're Ethoof, holding our it's own. your turn. Ethoof. <laughs> my turn. Do it up. All right, guys, what's what's the move here? What do you got? Um, well, well, your hand decks failed you, man. I think you should pull yeah, out the trident. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I should go straight to trident. One hand or two, though? That's the Two hand. I don't know, Grenock. Do you think you should go straight to trident? What were the other options? Well, the javelin. Is uh, my other is my other thing, and then um, I've got go for the trident. All right, two two hander, two hander. Oh yeah, and then d twenty plus five. Okay, nice twenty two. Right, so that's <laughs> that I like. Yes, that that's a lot going better. to hit. So roll damage, which should be roll one d eight plus three. Maybe we should buy our own dice for the next session. All right, nine damage. All right, so with your your trident, you do a who who are you attacking? Also. I'm attacking the uh, wait. Who's who's left? Because someone went underground, right? There, there were three guys. One went underground, and you're fighting two. And now there's there's two cultists. One has been slightly damaged. Another one has had no damage. Well, is there any way I can can hit them both with this thing, or it has to be one? It has to be one. They're they're kind of like uh, one's here back and one's facing you, kind of thing. Well, so if you turn around and fight, yeah, you I can't make it work in this scenario. Well, I think because, and maybe I'll. I'll see what you guys think but because i have quite the advantage here maybe i should go after the one who has no damage at all or do you think i should take out the one who's a little 
hurt and then worry about the next guy. I say take out the one who's a little bit hurt because someone who's still alive can still hurt us. That's uh, what I'm thinking. All right, let's take them out. Take out the, the stumbling. All right, so describe, tell me how you do that. Ooh. Bring some of the fun into your hands. Okay. Well, I've got, I've got two hands on this trident, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I, I send it straight for, um, well, what is, he is, he's, he's limping, so I'm going to send it straight for the other leg. Stri- oh, <laughs> good call. Yeah. Straight to his other leg. All right. You, you, you send this, this trident, you know, stabbing forward with two hands, and all three of the spikes of the trident go right into his thigh. And you rupture an artery. Yeah. And he just bleeds and falls into like a slump of dead body. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did not know it was going to be that brutal, but yes. Uh, <laughs> that's what I meant to do. You absolutely murdered this guy. Yeah, that's what I... That's what they get. Yeah. So it really didn't... Right. I don't think it really mattered where I aimed, per se. I think it was going to take him out. Perhaps. No, yeah, I just want, wanted to let you uh, have a little flair. Yeah, no, that's good. I like it. <laughs> How you do it. I like that. All right. All right. So Done. Now it is the remaining cultist's turn. You're welcome, guys. He sees you kill his friend, and he's going to attack you, Ethuf. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 don't, you, you I, don't, I, don't, I don't blame him. You kind of had that coming. <laughs> he got a 13. My AC is 11. No. No. Does that mean? Wait, I don't think it should be 11. That doesn't sound right. If you're not wearing any armor, your armor class is equal to 10, plus your dexterity modifier and your constitution modifier. So you should have 13. You are right. Yep. Okay, so then... Because you, you are then, not wearing armor. But then it still goes to the... unarmored defense. It still goes to the attacker, though, right? Yeah. So it doesn't help but, me. No. Not, it'll help you in, in future. Right. But not on this particular one. And he does six damage. Ugh. All right. How are you holding up? 22 out of 28. He's fine. Yeah, I'm okay. okay. <laughs> you shrug that off. No, uh, his gnomes little, are his little known knife, for their you know. resilience. He's he, a very tiny tank. He actually just he goes. Kinda, he, he slashes you across across the back, but it's not a deep wound. Uh, it's going to leave a really cool scar, though. Yeah. Uh, Grenock, it's your turn. Oh, okay. And so this this cultist, he's he's got the the, the his dagger. It's got Ethuf's blood on it. What are yeah. you going to do? I'm going to go with avenge me. Chill touch. Chill touch. What's that? Well, it sounds like it kills on touch. No, no, no. Chill. Chill. Oh, oh, oh. oh chill, okay. Like right, chilly? Right. Like like um, Frozo from The Incredibles. You create <laughs> a ghostly Frozone. skeletal hand in a space of a creature within range. Make a ranged spell attack against the creature to assault it. He's actually saying that mid-battle. On a hit, the target <laughs> takes 1d8 necrotic damage. And it can't regain hit points until the start of your next turn. Until then, the hand clings to the target. All right, so you're going to make a ranged spell attack. Uh, that'll be your d20 plus your uh, spell casting modifier. It sounds like a spoken word track to a meatloaf song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On a okay, hot I got a 20. Night. Perfect 20. Nice. So do I need to even, need to even add anything else? Because I uh, no not on this roll the uh, crit twenty right so at, do your um was it one d eight yes one d eight yes so one d eight damn it uh, okay I got a two a a tiny little like baby skeleton hand like kind of comes out of nowhere and grabs this this cultist's ankle and it 
<laughs> it does two damage. It's like, ah, where did this baby's hand come from? He got like a little bug bite. Yeah. It was pretty spooky. Yeah. Was, was he, yeah. It's going to leave a little bit of a rash. Was he scared? Because it's cold. Mm. Chill. Was he scared right. of it? Uh, it spooked him a little bit. It was a little All spooked. Right. All right. Okay. Because it just, like, yeah, that's, a baby that's hand it's coming out of nowhere. Mm-mm. No one likes baby skeletons. Kids hands. are very creepy, so yeah. maybe that's even more creepy than a, an adult hand. Yeah, maybe. maybe you could you could make uh, that argument. But anyway, yeah. it is Bob's turn. All right, Bob. How many cultists are left? Just this one. All right. How much damage does your mace do? Uh, mace is one d six plus two. So that could that could be pretty. Uh, Just curious. Pretty interesting. Uh, but you do you, Bob. You're gonna have to explain to me at some point, Eric, how this how this math works. But I'm gonna do I'm gonna do the ma- I'm gonna do the mace. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. So roll a d20 and add two to that. Sixteen. Sixteen's gonna Ooh. hit. All right. And now you roll your one d6. Four. Mm. All right. It's like two baby uh, hands. <laughs> you swing your mace and it it hits him in his arm and you you hear a, a crunch and he's not gonna be using this arm for a few days. He's not gonna use it yeah, ever it's, after it's, we're done with him. It was his his uh, left hand, the one that wasn't holding the dagger. So he's he's still he's still able to put up a fight. That's why he they is call not me, looking good. That's why they call me Bob the Great. And now it's Ethu's turn. Ooh. All right, what do we got? Javelin, we got javelin. Javelin? I don't javelin, know about the javelin. 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 What's, javelin. What's the javelin gonna do here? Just, it's just gonna be a flying gnome. It's gonna do death. <laughs> you know what? Let's do it. Javelin time. He throws it's the javelin ja- and therefore also bits. himself. So 20, d20 plus f- uh, five, right? Yes. Okay. But wait, before I do that, what am I going to accomplish with this javelin? What's it? Because I'm going after, I'm going to swing myself and then use my super gnome strength. Yeah. And I guess I'll find a pressure point. <laughs> Knock him out. That's what I'll do. <laughs> All right. Good plan. Here we go. Yeah. Okay. 24. That is definitely a hit. Yeah, javelin. Let's now roll damage, which is 1d6 plus 3. It's a 6. 6 damage. All right. Something. It's all right. It's so three baby hands. Yeah. <laughs> With uh, <laughs> that is our unit of measurement for tonight. <laughs> yep. <laughs> With both hands, you put all of your gnomely weight behind this throw of the javelin. Have to. And it goes right through the chest of this cultist. Oh, all right. damn! And uh, I meant to do he's that. He's dead, and you boys. Just won another battle. Hell hey. yeah! Got kind of uh, close there. Ethu's killing left and right here. That's what I do. <laughs> I'm the most violent gnome you've ever seen. That's awesome. Excellent. Can we now check the bodies for any like good loot that might help us out? Yeah. We need to um, add a big experience take first. Their right? wallets. The way that this this uh, campaign's going, you level up at, at like predetermined spots, so no experience needed to all right keep track of. Uh, but yeah, you could you could uh, check their 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 bodies for stuff. He's for some reason he's got Canadian money. <laughs> I don't understand it. It's very confusing. Would I use investigation to check that out? Uh, no, you just you just do it. All right. How about can I use religion? You're just like looting the body, right? I think I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna loot the You're body. You're not like trying to like do forensic science and try to find the cause no. of death. Don't, I guess it's a javelin. Let's loot the body and then I'll use my religion after to cleanse us of our sins. <laughs> okay. I don't even know if that's how that works. What do we find right, on the so body? So between the two bodies, you find 120 gold pieces. Hey! All right. 
Were nice. any of them Sacagawea dollars? Hmm. Remember the Sacagawea dollar? That never caught oh, on. Oh, yeah. Oh, I still have one. I actually got paid with one of those a few days ago. No way. <laughs> I strange, didn't think yeah. those things were still around. I think All the right. MTA vending machines will still give them out as change. That is like yeah. the meanest thing you could do, I think. <laughs> give those out. Anyway, that's totally off topic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so while you're going through these dead cultist possessions, you hear the galloping hooves of a horse and the... Uh, rhythmic clank of uh, metal armor approaching you. Oh, no. And you guys look up and you see a regiment of the city guard and uh, what looks like a captain. He's leading them on horse. And they ride up to you and he goes, whoa, whoa. And he, the horse stops you know, a few feet from you. And uh, this captain who's, who's decked out in some ornate armor says, you there, you three, what are you doing out here? We could ask you the same question. We're just defending ourselves. Yeah. What's happening, captain? Don't you know it's too dangerous? We've we've released a evacuation order. You shouldn't be here. What? Why is there an evacuation order? We haven't heard. He he looks dumbfounded. Do you not see the glowing red of the fires burning in the city, lighting up the night sky? Do you not see the rubble around you? And he kind of stops for a second and with a little bit of surprise, and he says, "And I see you've met some of the burning hand." Yes. Yeah. Do you not see these dead people laying beneath us? We can handle ourselves, or at least. Ethuf can? We're not afraid. Hmm. Fire doesn't scare us. He's right, right. We're three best hmm. friends. We have skeleton hands. They're tidy and baby-like. But they're cold! I seem to have misjudged you. Tell me, what are your names? I am Ethuf Incorporated. I am... Pleased to meet you. I am Bob Vizzini. Pleased to meet you. And I am Grinok. I don't have a last name. Uh, he doesn't yes. need one. Grinok, Bob, and Ethuf. I am Captain Spaulding of the uh, the city guard. Ah, yeah. Nice to meet you, Captain Spaulding. Are you a fan of volleyball? Oh <laughs> uh, no, you should you should see my brother, Lieutenant Voigt. <laughs> but I, was, I gotta say, you three uh, seem to be able to handle yourselves quite well. It, it's it's not easy matching up against these cultists. I'll have you know. It's not easy. That is for sure. Unless not you easy have being cheesy. Unless you have the right weapons. In which case, it's very easy. Unless you have a javelin. Right, right. And you, you three seem to be quite, quite, quite good with your weapons. We only use them for good, not for evil. For good, you say? Yes. Well, how about the ultimate good in protecting our capital city of Elton? How? <laughs> I mean, we, we, we could do that. We have some other things to take care of first. Yeah. But um, right. if you help and us... tell me, what, just about what would that be? Oh, you know, uh, just... Stopping the apocalypse in the future, but doing it in the past. You know, that whole thing. He does not smile. He says, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, it's, it's a hard thing to explain to people. Yeah. We've, we've noticed. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't catch on with, with most folks. We're trying to get after these flaming hand a, dudes, and they have yes, some the burning hands. The burning hands. Yeah, yeah, uh, burning hands. They have uh, something we want. Yeah, they have something we want. And he draws his sword. He says, you're not after the soul stones, are you? Uh, you're not part of the burning hands. No. Are no. you? Who? We, we killed these guys, clearly. Then what need would you have of the soul stones? Those are to be protected by the royal mages. Well, we were sent to protect them, too. Yes. Yeah. By the he royal his chin. He's a super mages. Can I use persuasion? Uh, yeah. All right, we're going to see how well that works. Eleven. Hmm. All right, I want you to go ahead and try to persuade him, and you will find out, based on his response, if it works. 
You see, sir, we were actually sent to protect them as well. We were sent by a force. I'm, I'm sorry, I just cannot tell you who it is. But we're sent on a mission to make sure that they're that they're in that they're safe and that they're going to be in safe hands, and that especially the cult of the Burning Hand doesn't do anything nefarious with them. Good job, Bob. I mean, I think that was very. He well furrows put. his brow and he says, "Well, I don't believe the part about uh, a force telling you to do this. I do believe we have a common goal. See, we've been after the Flaming Hands, and it seems that you are on the trail of a few of them right now. These sewers seem to be where their hideout is." He gives a whistle. He whistles and he goes. Godwin, front and center. And a, uh, a soldier from the ranks marches up. And it is a, uh, a half-elf woman. And she says, yes, sir. Captain Spaulding looks at the three of you and says, would you three accompany Knight Godwin here down into the catacombs and help us find where the Burning Hands have set up their base? Well, team, I think it's going to take us closer to the Soul Stones. Yes. I mean, I, yeah. I agree. Absolutely. Yes, Mr. Spaulding. Cap- Captain Spaulding. Captain Spaulding. We will do it. Right. Make it so. And Godwin, go team. Yes. Godwin, best of luck. The retrievers <laughs> are growing. Yes, sir. <laughs> and he and the rest of the uh, the regiment continue on down the, the road. So now it's just you and Knight Godwin standing above an access hole to the sewer and two dead bodies. Sounds like a party. Nothing to see here, folks. <laughs> she says, uh, all right, are you ready to do this? Yes. I'm... I'm I'm Godwin, by the way. I'm she Bob. holds out a hand. I am Ethuf. I am Grinok. Let's enter the access hole. Let's do it. All right. All right, so uh, the four of you climb down the access hole to the sewers, and it is dark and dingy down there. The ceiling is... Well, well first of all, you're climbing down for maybe about 30 or 40 feet down, you know, old, rusty iron like uh steps and stuff and it's twice as hard for a gnome let's remember this <laughs> actually it should be Please. pretty easy for for you you fit much better Please in these think type, of the gnomes. Uh, oh yeah conditions that, that, than that's others. actually true this is a cakewalk <laughs> <laughs> and you make it to the bottom where um the walkways are pretty narrow they're about like five feet and then there's a uh, 10 foot wide channel of like gross slimy sludgy water and then another five feet you know on the side so you, there are these like walkways Along these uh, streams of waste and gunk. And uh, you're in this grody, disgusting uh, sewer. It's not pleasant is what you're trying to tell us. Yeah. Exactly. I'm trying to paint a very gross picture. <laughs> yeah. um, she says, does any of you, uh, can any of you see in the dark or have anything that like uh, emits light? Aha! I can so. see in the dark. Well, yeah, I can. You can? As, as an orc, I can. Or half orc. Is that is that a thing? Is yeah, that true? Actually, no um, yeah, actually, yeah. Dark dark visions. Dark a thing. vision. I was gonna say I can use my trusty sacred flame. <laughs> <laughs> so Gowan says, Grinok, right? That that was your name, right? Grinok. Yes, I am Grinok. Would you would you mind taking the lead? Because uh, they didn't. They, we, you know, lanterns aren't standard issue for for knights. Sure. I wonder There's why no that way is. this is going to end poorly. Yeah. I will take right. the lead. Can I also use an investigation to figure out where to go? Or do sure. or does she know where to go? Uh no, you, you neither of you have been in here before, so an investigation is right up your alley. All right. And so that's just Let's what, investigate. Like one d20 with my modifier. Mhm. Damn. 9. Mm-hmm. 9 um you know, you see the the, the path kind of continues on. There's a few slick spots where like some uh I don't want to call it moss, but it's like some kind of like slime has kind of, 
you know, forms, a thin like layer of slime is formed on this. And you see some, some mushrooms sporadically growing on the walls, but nothing too serious. Um, coming up ahead of you, you come to like a, a four-way intersection, but you can tell thanks to your, your night vision, your dark vision, dark vision. that two of, the, two of those are dead ends. There's like metal grates and stuff in the way. But the other hallway to your left keeps on heading down. Cool. Let's head down that way. You head down that way, all right? Uh, you keep walking down. Path kind of turns a little lead. bit to the right, uh, a little bit to the left, another left again, and now you come to an, a T intersection. If you continue ahead of you, there'd be stairs going down, and to the left of you is a small like doorway, and opens up to a slightly larger room. Do you know if there are any other doors in this room, or does the path end there? The path kind of ends there. There's nothing that you could see. You want to check out the room and then keep going on to see if there's anything else in there that we might make use of. Yeah, should we do, is is this where a perception check would come in handy to see, like, is the door locked or... Uh, it's is just there a doorway, somebody... there's no oh, door. Oh, gotcha, okay, right so yeah, let's do that. Let's just pop in there, see what's what. Let's pop we'll in to see what's what. All right, so the four of you go in there, you know, you take a look around, you see, uh, there's not too much in this room. There's like a small rickety bookshelf in one corner with some, you know, trinkets on there. You see two, two vials of something on there. There's a... Remains of a bedroll and a backpack in one corner. There's a rug, like a really like shitty rug, is like kind of covering the center of this room. And you, you can tell that there there's like remnants of a, a fire that was here. And you even see some um, some usable wood. Look, that could come in handy. We can, can we try to light the wood to make torches? She says, uh, yeah, I, I'd say you could do that. Godwin, actually, she she says, guys, can you, can you can we uh, rest a second here? You know, I'm getting a little hungry and a little claustrophobic. I just need a little time to, 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 to center myself. Maybe, maybe we could get a little fire started in here and we can make some torches to head on further down. That sounds right. good. Do a little, let's do a little meditating. Yeah, would this count as a short rest to heal us up? Yes, this will count as a short rest. Woohoo! So you guys, you got up from your short rest, you're all healed up, and Godwin was able to make together some torches by taking some of that carpet, that, that rug, wrapping around some, some old, like, sticks and stuff from uh, this, this bookshelf, and making a little, uh, little campfire, a little, little torch, portable torch. Well, torches are portable. But uh, as, as you guys are busy taking stuff, tearing stuff down from this room to make your torches, you found on the bookshelf there were uh, two health potions. Ooh. Hey! Found two... They they look fresh. They, they, there was like no dust and grime on them. They were they were freshly put there, so they're safe to use. And as uh, you know, you're taking that rug and ripping it off. You found that there was a trap door in the center of this this oh. rug. And if you stepped on it, you would have fallen through it. I definitely would have fallen through. Yeah. First. So God, when she says, "Oh wow, that was close," because you know we could have just who knows where that where that would have gone. But you know, it's kind of curious. We can either go down the stairs or we can, you know, go a little, uh, go for a little adventure and see where that leads us. I think we should go down the trap door. What do you think, guys? I'm chaotic neutral, so I'd say, based on my chaoticness, trap door. Curiosity's getting the better of me here. Let's do the trap door. Let's do the trap door. I want to kill some shit. <laughs> All right. That trident's got easy okay. fun, a bit of a high. Yeah. <laughs> Kill. So she, Godwin takes out for a pack a, a, a length of rope. And uh, on the wall, there were like those uh, those rings where like um, shackles would have been connected to. And she ties it through there and throws the rope down the, the trap door. And she begins climbing down. Do the three of you uh, follow? Yes. All right. So you head down, down the rope, and you come safely to a, a, a level floor 
So the, you come to this, this circular room. It's about 50 feet in diameter. And there are these large metal beams kind of uh, evenly spaced around the perimeter of this. And you can tell that there's some dark crimson stains on them. Uh, along the ground, there is a few uh, smashed helmets and some broken swords strewn about. And on the opposite, on one side of the room is an entranceway that leads a long, long way. And then on the other one, you see a more rough and banged up hallway. You can tell it's a bit shorter. And as you guys are kind of getting your bearings, you hear the sound of heavy breathing. Just kind of echo through this room. Do you have, does anyone here have asthma? <laughs> you now start to hear distinct clink and clatter of chains. And you feel, you feel vibrations coming from the ground. Sounds like a boss. This is, yeah, boss level. <laughs> this is a... And your torchlight, which is illuminating uh, most of this room, as you're looking at this, this, this shorter hallway, you see emerge from it a giant, a great stone giant. He, cr- he climbs out of his, this, uh, this hallway, and you see he's got a chain around his neck, like a big old like a shackle around his neck, and he's got some around his, uh, his arms, too. But you also notice that this, this giant is uh, he's a little smaller than you would expect to see a giant. He sees the four of you, and he, he lets out a, 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 a low, grumbling roar. He's a, wait, so he's a smaller giant? Is, is he like Yao Ming does size? He have, does he have like a tiny head? On well, a giant body. That how about you make a, a investigation check, and I can uh, give you some oh, more good. details. Very good. I'll get, I'll leave that over to you, Grinok. How much investigation do you have, Grinok? Six. six. Ooh, oh, that's a lot of investigation. Yeah, yeah. You should do it. You investigate. I'll, I'll uh, prepare my weapon. I got twenty. Yeah. All right. So this giant, you can tell he's hunched over, but he if he uh, if he was standing upright, he'd be about nine. Or 10 feet tall but his ribs are showing he does not look like he's been fed for a long time and he, he's just like this this, this yeah. gaunt you'll see that every day gaunt gaunt skeleton of a giant he's not he's not he's not looking too good maybe bob could try persuasion this guy doesn't seem like he's treated very well maybe we can get him on our side does this guy speak our language oh god do not believe so. Let me pull up the giants. Are you allowed to tell me? Do I need to? Uh, well, I guess we could just try talking to him. Yeah, you could try talking to him. And I speak giant. Holy crap! Turns out Grinok speaks giant. All right, that makes things easy. Well, we'll have you do the talking then. You can translate. And <laughs> for one persuasion, I'll get my weaponry ready. That's probably a smart idea. Yeah, kill this emaciated giant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the giant is breathing heavily. And he, he's, he's looking intently at the three, four of you. Keep forgetting that there's someone else there. Um, I'm going to say, hi there, handsome. Giants, the giant, he says, uh, no, no fight. Don't want. I'm good with that. That's fine. Sounds he's, good to me. He said no fight, fellas. That's the Cisco. And, and, and lady. Wait, does she speak giant? Do I have to translate for her? You have to she, translate uh, for all of us. I'm going to assume that you're translating for all of them, so you don't have to, you know, okay, say yeah. everything again. Perfect. <laughs> what, what, what was said That'll was... make things easier. <laughs> hey, uh, can we help so, you in any way? He pounds his fists onto the ground, and, he's, and he lets out a roar. He says, Aah! 
Let me go. Oh, okay. So, can we attack his chains or something? Anyone good at undoing uh, chains? Hmm. Maybe I could. Uh, Godwin. Cut. She is terrified. And what she if says, I try cutting them with my hand axe? Uh, what, guys, are you out of your mind? That's a giant. He'll smush us. He's. He seems to be all right. He's saying he doesn't want to fight and wants. Did you help. see the craters his fists left in the dirt? Maybe we should have him sign a contract. Oh, that's a good idea. That Does way. anybody have any parchment? <laughs> the giant is starting to get. He's breathing heavier and heavier and and faster. He's starting to panic a bit, and he's he's now like pulling at his chain against against the the wall. And he says, "I tell you, I not fight for you." Ooh, not, not fight for us. Does that, or does that mean that somebody's talking to him, and is in his ears? This, this could, this could be so many things. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's giant. Can we help you? We, uh, we're not here to fight you either. He says, "You burning hands, go away." Well, he uh, thinks we're burning hands. No, no, we're, at, not, he, we're not. Burning. No, pulls out his chains. Uh, I don't know. Well, I lost my, my accent. We are, are the retrievers. You might have to use persuasion if you have it to persuade. I have. That. All right. I'll try. Can I try persuasion? Uh, yeah. Let me. I need to pull up this character sheet, but you can uh, start rolling. All right. If you'd like. I got a thirteen persuasion. That's you got a thirteen. That sounds like it's mildly persuasive. Yeah. For persuasion. Yeah. Although it's an unlucky number. Mm. Yeah. No, that does not do it. Should we just kill him? Seems kind of useless. Oh, he hasn't attacked us yet. Yeah. All right, we're good, guys. He's uh. Yeah, you're chaotic good. You you seem to be trying to to do a few things that might be chaotic evil. <laughs> yeah. He keeps well, uh pulling at his uh his chains, and you you you're hearing it like kind of. Uh, I've tasted power today. <laughs> <laughs> you're hearing like cr- like cracking coming from inside his uh his cave. Oh. oh. He's strong. Uh, can is he? Is he, he says, might gonna start. Like, Retrievers, golden burning hands, same thing. Oh, he thinks we're one of them, but we're not. We're different. What? What can I? Uh, <clears throat> what can I do to prove to you that we are different? This kind of catches the the giant off guard, and he he catches his breath. Says, "Show friend, food." He 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 extends an open hand. Goodwin, you had food, right? Yeah. Uh, why? Food? I just got I got what's left of my rations. I, I think you should give us your rations. Uh, right, right. Uh, here. And she she gives you a handful of these ration bars and her her hands are shaking terribly. She is frightened beyond uh beyond words. Can I use persuasion to attempt to get her to relax a little bit? Yeah. All right. That's a D20. Yeah. Plus three. Nineteen. Two. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, so how, how are you gonna um how are you gonna calm her down? All right. You play Listen. some nice Enya. I know, right? Yeah. What? Listen, night. Listen, listen, listen. It it really does it really does not seem like he's our enemy here. It seems that Grinnock yeah. has this under control. You must you, you trust are- us. You sure about that? We're the retrievers. We are the. He Who's has not, he has not done me wrong yet. And so far, after being in this 
so different, confusing world, these two, these two friends have been among the only things that I can trust. Well said there, Bob. Thanks. I mean, thanks. She says, okay, uh, okay, I trust you. And right then, the giant lets out a really loud roar of, he's getting impatient. And this just, the, all the color flushes from Godwin's face and she falls down backwards. Uh, Did we get the rations before she fell? <laughs> yeah, she gave them to you. Fuck it, I'll give it to him. Well, I think you guys yeah, know I'm what to thinking, do. I'm thinking <laughs> Ethuv should give it to him because he is—he has got a lot more AC than the rest. Oh, not AC, health hit points than the rest of us. Just in case you know something goes wrong. Not that I think anything's going wrong. I'm gonna let the giant know. Hey, giant, this is my friend Ethuv. He's going to hand you the rations <laughs> that yes. we have. To All right. it to him, and I don't think I need to do anything because we've already. Yeah, okay, yeah. So, so th- you're, yeah. you're just gonna walk up and uh, give him some rations. I think, and I mean, I'm trying to think if I need to use anything. Yeah, nothing really. Nothing I have would be worth anything unless he's right. deeply religious. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think that this uh, this giant's religious. Yeah, so I just I handed it to him. I said, "Hey, look, we're good. We're good for our word. Here's." This is how we earn your trust. All right, so uh, he extends a hand, and you, you put the, the food bars in his hand, mm-hmm. in his, his left hand. And as you're turning around to walk back, he scoops you up with his right hand. God damn it. Oh, shit. And he just, like, you're, you're safe in, in his, his, his grip, but he opens up his palm flat, and you're just kind of like, you know, you could sit or stand there. He's mm-hmm. on there. And he puts the... The little food bars into his mouth. He chews them up, swallows them down, gulp, and then he raises, you know, one of his giant, his, his other hand, his one of his giant fingers, and bringing it kind of close to you. He's holding it a little bit in front of your face, and maybe like a foot away from you. Yeah, what do you do? Well, he's got his fingers in my face. He just got like one finger. What? What's your deal, man? Oh, I need actually, I need Grinock. Oh, okay. What's this guy's deal? Yeah, I ask him. What's up, bro? Hmm. Because shake, do it, do it up. What do you I think he wants you to shake his hand, his finger. Oh, sick! Was he gonna shake me? Oh, <laughs> I come in peace, and I shake his hand. Or you shake, you shake, shake his, his finger, rather. <laughs> you shake his finger. This is a, a funny uh, image to think of the little gnome in the giant's hand. Yeah, <laughs> shaking his finger. <laughs> he says, "Gnome, good friend, you friends," and he lets you down. Da- he lets Ethuf down gently. Yeah, you say. You not burning hands. Burning hands only f- hurt, hurt me, make me fight. Yeah, we're not. We're, we're, we're not those guys. We're, we're not them. <laughs> can you help us fight the burning hand? You can join our gang. You will be the th- the fourth golden retriever. Uh, well, says, I guess fifth, maybe, because of God. Never, we never officially. She's, she never joined, really. Yeah. She's kind of just. She's a feature. The giant says, "No chains." Yeah. No. No. We'll, no chains. We'll get, yeah, we'll, we'll get you right out of those. So you do what you do. Get... No chains now. Okay, so why don't I why don't I use my um uh, what call the axe? The yeah, the hand axe to cut the chains. Right, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, so with your hand axe, you you cut through these they're fairly rusty chains. They were gonna break, you know, really soon if I mm-hmm. if you didn't calm this guy down. And he, he, he stretches a bit because, you know, because his arms were connected to each other. He couldn't really uh, move about. He rolls his neck a bit and he lets out a deep uh, sigh. Says, I go home. 
And he starts heading towards the exit. Oh, 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 oh hold up! Uh, you you were gonna help us fight the the burning hand. No fight, only help. Oh. You were gonna help us with the burning hand. Uh, Why don't you ask him where if he knows where the uh, the soul stones are? Oh, yeah. Do you know where the soul stones are? He shakes his head. No, no, no soul. St- <coughs> yeah, right there. Yeah, I can't do that voice. <laughs> no, no soul stone. Giant has emphysema. <laughs> but he, he, with his his hand, he points back to where he came from. He says, "Look in there. Find something helpful. Me oh. go home." All right, all right. Well, th- thanks, thanks for your help, man. You'll always be a golden retriever. Yeah, an honorary He's, one. May we meet again? Yes. He, sure. I guess. He does his best to to climb through the little Good little whistle. opening, little hallway. All right, let's go and get that shit. Yeah. How's yeah. Godwin um, doing? What's in there? Godwin, she's coming too, and she notices. Uh, she's where, where? Where'd Giant go? He's God. We set him uh, free. That's that's nice. He deserves okay. to be free. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Go fight him. He's no longer in pain. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right, let's go get that stuff that he said was in the corner or yeah. wherever. So you head over to the the corner where he was from, and you you find that there's uh. Two very uh, good-looking shields. They're, you know, they're not dented. They're, they're, they're in good shape, and a nice uh, studded leather chest piece. Go on. Studded leather chest piece. Yeah, like so, armor. Right. So it's armor. Yeah. Yeah. Two shields and uh, some leather armor. Aha. What are the stats of these items, or do we need to <laughs> do like an investigation or whatever? I will pull out? up those stats. Okay, uh, studded armor is going to give you 12 plus your dexterity modifier. And the shields uh, give you plus 2 to your defense, to your AC. The armor was 12? Uh, Whoever's wearing the studded leather armor will get 12 plus your dex modifier. And if if you equip a shield, you'll get plus 2 to your uh, defense. But you will be unable to do like two-handed attacks or anything that uses two hands. No, oh, well, I can't. I gotta use two hands. Yeah, I'll take the I'll take a shield because then, most of what I have is not two-handed. Then I guess I will also take a shield since Ethuf doesn't not want a shield. Yeah, no, I'm good. So does that mean Ethuf's getting the armor? Yep. So so what is that? Do I add anything? Do I add? Uh... It's twelve plus your dexterity modifier, which is one. So it would actually make your armor class thirteen. Okay, so. The reason why your armor class is 13 right now is you have a ability as a, uh, a gnome called Unarmored Defense. And it's when you're not wearing any armor, your armor class equals 10 plus your dex modifier and your constitution modifier. Oh, wow. And you can wow. still use a shield and gain this benefit. If you put on the armor, you won't get the Unarmored Defense bonus, but it's going to be equal to that. Okay. so It cancels out. Yeah, it doesn't gotcha. matter. All right. Alrighty. So you guys have your... New armor, and there's only one other path down this this hallway that you can go. So with that, you head out the hallway, and you find that it leads to a larger room. There is a locked door and several beds in this room. And the hallway continues down the other end of it. And this room, this is um, where it's going to be called the living quarters. Uh, there's some tor- some like sconces on the wall, keeping them uh, illuminated. It's like a T, right? Big old room. You came in on the left side. The hallway continues to the right. And uh, to the south is a locked door. But you hear some chatter coming from the hallway. So the hallway is what? What's right in front of us or the one? Yes, the... It's, it's what's right in front of you. Gotcha. Can I use investigation to see what's up with that door? The the noise. Yeah. 
You could use investigation. I was going to say, maybe I should use religion. Find <laughs> out if they believe in God. <laughs> do you believe in God? Ugh, I got, got an, an eight. eight. Mm. You do not, you can't make out exactly what they're saying, but the voice is familiar. Can't quite place where you've heard it before. Oh, it's a familiar voice. Maybe it's, oh crap, what was the dude's name with the kids? Yeah, there was me. Nelson and Jennings. Maybe it's Jennings. Mm -hmm. I, I've heard that voice before. Should we just barge into that room? Um, what do you guys think? think uh, Maybe we could knock house and say housekeeping? Should we all try investigating? Maybe. That might um, work better. We can try. I don't know how I'll do, though. But, uh... Ah. Ooh, oh, 18. 18. Ooh, that doesn't make sense, but okay. <laughs> we'll uh, take so it. So, is able to, to identify the voice. It is indeed coming from Jennings, but he is speaking another language that you've never heard before. And it also, it sounds like it's the first time he's ever spoken that language. You Are know? you able to tell us what language it is? It, it's, it's one that he does not, he's not familiar with. Okay. Um, would it be one that I would be familiar with, or Grinock for that matter? Uh, let me see. What yeah. do you know? Um, I, my uh, it says common deep speech, deep speech, and Elvish. Now it is none of those. All right. I know Ethan. common giant orc and goblin. No. Uh, um, wait. Where you guys do not understand this this uh, this language. It's okay. Yeah. Then you, Ethan wouldn't either. Ethan wouldn't either. Yeah, I don't really yeah. have a head for languages. I'm a gnome. <laughs> um, should tough. we barge in? I mean, yeah, I've got weapons that work well. Let's go. Let's that go for cool. it. All right, we kick the door down. All right. Uh, with a swift kick, you knock this, this wooden door clear off of its, its hinges. Fuck you, door. And you see, this is a large room with red banners decorating the walls. Each banner has a large black hand and flame decorating it. Uh, there are two tall iron candelabras hanging from the ceiling. Well, they can't be tall if they're hanging from the ceiling, but they're large. Mm. And in the center of the room, <laughs> you see the halfling rogue, Jennings. And he is reading from a thick tome of a book. And uh, he, he is butchering these words can i use uh, religion to find out what the book is yeah uh yeah okay though one of my highest skills believe it or not the power of religion <laughs> the power of christ this is the quest just to use religion <laughs> i know right 14 14 all right you recognize this is a uh a book of dark magic because you can tell just from like the the the, the decoration and the aura coming from it so jennings is uh, he's he's surprised by your entrance but he keeps he keeps on going with it, with his uh, horrible reading. Sounds like we should interrupt him before he does and, uh, anything bad. Probably. Yeah. And uh, he actually closes the book. Well, or not. <laughs> and from the cr the like the cracks in the cobblestone kind of floor, uh, this eerie light green like cyan light kind of shines through, and two skeletons kind of like shamble out of like nothing are they skeleton and babies and uh jennings says <laughs> you boys yeah, are too late <laughs> i don't i don't remember what jennings voice was but he's like you're too late now <laughs> too late for what the kids are already on their way to some place where they'll be safe with the soul stone and you'll never get it we'll never what <laughs> so <laughs> can we just the kids Back Doc away. And Holiday. Oh, we should probably find out where they the are. The Tieflings, the purple and the red one. Yeah. We'll never find them? 
We'll find him. Where'd they go? That's a secret I'll never reveal. And he starts, uh, he starts to take a step back to the door that's behind him. What can we do to make you reveal it? <laughs> he laughs. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Maybe you should take out that javelin. And as he steps through this, this threshold, he pulls a lever and an iron gate slams down in front of him. Damn it. <laughs> what? And he says, have fun in the afterlife. <laughs> Can I try to blow through that iron? Right. Yeah. How thing? good are you? How good is your I'm not uh, skills sure about this? The mechanics of the, this whole thing, but I feel like it's the best shot we have, right? Yeah. I mean, Bob, got any suggestions? I don't know. It's, it's an iron gate. It's tough to get through. So, hold. Is there? Is he standing like so? An iron gate is down. Does he have a door behind him that he's gonna run out of, or is it just? Is he just behind an iron gate to protect himself? Uh, you can't tell because it's a hallway that mm. is. It just gets dark as this goes down. Mm. Um, but he is behind the gate now. Hey, Grinock, can you charm him? I don't know if I could use that again. Wait, does does the the short rest does that would that allow that, me to? That should have restored spell slots, I believe. Let's say it does. All right, let's find out. Give it a shot. Uh, what is the range on this? If not, I'll use the trident. Thirty Wait, how- feet. How did he close this iron gate? There was a lever. There was a in lever. In the, the hallway? Yeah, how far away is from us? He is more than 30 feet away. Ah. Okay. And he got, got those two uh, uh, ethereal skeletons kind of blocking your way, too. Guess we start fighting? Guess we're going to have to. I guess I got to pull out the big guns. Is that initiative? So as you guys ready your swords, you feel out of nowhere a sudden gust of wind, and you're all momentarily deafened by a thunderous crack and blinded by a bright white light. And like in an instant, the light and the wind and the sound disappear, and in front of you is a portal. And standing in that portal is Doc Emmett and Esther. Hey! Hey. Do you mean Doc Vern? His first name is Emmett. Right, Emmett right. Vern. Gotcha. Yeah, so Doc Vern, yes. And they they are uh, ragged. They're they're wearing like a you know like aviator uh, like an aviator cap and goggles, like very kind of like steampunk look. Yes, your kids, um, Marty. It is. <laughs> it is. It's like it's been through fire and and fury. It is. They look awful. And they both like they jump out of the portal and just t- at the same time they say stop. What? Don't stop. Don't do anything. Why? Oh. Okay. If you keep going, things are going to get really messed up. Much more messed up than they already are. So so what do we do? We need to get you back to your timeline where things are supposed to be. You've, we've, you've run amok in the past too much. You know, that's how we do, you know? So what did the giant do? The giant didn't kill you. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's gone. No, I thought I thought maybe there was a butterfly fl- butterfly effect kind of uh, kind if, of consequence oh, of letting the giant go. Oh, yeah. Like okay. everything you've done has had some kind of effect, and we need to stop you before it gets out of hand and it becomes un like an unwinnable situation. So you're saying we've been doing good? That is one way to put it. Uh, a very wrong way to put it. <laughs> Your intentions were good, but it just, it's not working out. But in a much more correct sense. <laughs> right. Yes. So, what do you, you want us to come back with you? Yes. We will drop you back off at your timeline. It'll be like you stepped out for a pack of cigarettes and you come back and everything is different. But we need you to get back 
to your timeline. All right. Uh, uh, I guess. I don't know. We trust these folks. I guess it's better than fighting these ghostly should, skeletons. Should we, use, should we use insight or perception to make sure that this isn't some kind of, uh, some kind of tomfoolery? Ooh. Uh, oh, yeah. I like that's, it. That's, yeah. A, that's a good idea. Do I, it. I have, uh, wait, how much insight do you have? I've, I have four insight. I have five. Oh. So you think we do it up, Ethoof. Should, should do it? All right. It's all you, Ethoof. D20 plus five. Big money, big money, big money. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, a nine. You, you are unsure about this whole situation right now. Does what only about he it? try or can any of us? Uh, you can all try. What about an investigation? Would that do the same thing? Or no? No, that'd be like trying to find out what is this thing made out of. All right. I'm, what is I'm trying try insight. Okay, you go first. 14. Ah, ha. All right, you can tell that th this is a Doc and Esther. May not be your immediate one, but they're recognizable. You feel trust, trusting about them for sure. I feel like we gotta, we gotta trust the, we gotta trust them, right? They've been good to us. Yeah. But they always saying a like you don't know if it's the one. Well, I mean, I think he might mean that technically it's a different, it's a different Doc because we've already actions. harmed the, uh, right? We've already modified the timeline. Right. Yeah. Okay. I say we go back with them. Let's right? go back with them. All right. Into the portal right. we go. So uh, Doc and Esther kind of let our motion to you to, to the portal to run in. And uh, the three of you are heading toward there. And Godwin is just standing there like, what the hell is going <laughs> on? Oh, crap. We forgot about her. Do we bring her along? No. Quick. Godwin, come with us. There's no way uh, that's going to mess any timelines up. Uh, uh, she, she can't decide. Who, who's got persuasion? Who's got... Uh, I've only got two, but I'll <laughs> give it a shot. Remember, you could also use your uh, physical stats to do stuff. Physical, like can uh, grab athletic. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I, I can try intimidation. I mean, I strength. could use I could use my strength, just my super gnome strength. It looks hilarious if I just grab someone. Yeah, make a make a strength check. Can I do it. Yeah, do that. Absolutely. That would be hilarious. A 12. Uh, that's that's enough, but it's not graceful. It wasn't going to be anyway. You kind of just like grab her by the ankles and just drag her with <laughs> oh, you. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's, a little, uh, it's a good thing that she's wearing a helmet, a otherwise that would have really hurt when she uh, she fell. When when her head inevitably hits the floor. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> Not how I intended, but <laughs> the job is done. And the four of you uh, jump through the uh, the portal, and Whoop. there's another bright and blinding, deafening flash and crack and all that stuff. And you are standing in docks, the same dock that you you left in his basement. The dock and Esther that was with you immediately fire up their portal again. Don't know how they do it. They fired it up and they they leave with another thunderous crack. And Doc come running down the stairs. He says, "What?" The hell is going on here? We can explain. Where did you three come from? And who's she? Uh, you brought us here. Yeah. Right? You and your future self brought us here. Yeah. He just, he looks at you guys, his eyes get wide, and he goes, Great Scott! And he collapses. Oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> crap. And I think, know what to do here? I think this is where we're going to leave things for this episode. Dead duck. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Oh, God. Whoa. And we'll figure out what you guys did in the next episode. <laughs> oh, no. I actually can't wait. I now want to go watch Back to the Future Part 3. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, good session, guys. Very good. And maybe for the next one, we should all we should do it all together. Yeah, we'll do it in person. Yeah, we'll, we'll wrap this up in person. It'll be great. Perfect. All right. Anything more from you guys? 
Golden Retrievers. Golden Retrievers. Assemble. All right. Hello. And thank you all for listening. Peace. Peace.